welcome to our second episode here at St. Thomas of Villanova of Catholic Conversations. My name is Tara Penza and I am the Director of Religious Education here at St. Thomas of Villanova with my co-host... Father Bill Gabriel, a parochial vicar at St. Thomas of Villanova. And so great to be back for a second episode. Yes. Uh, back by popular demand, <laughs> we hope. So Tara, we are just starting the month of November and brainstorming different topics that we want to cover in these podcasts. And just curious, you know, what do you think would be a good topic uh, as we enter into this great month? Yes, Father Bill. I'm thinking since we just celebrated All Saints Day, that perhaps the saints would be something that we could talk about. I know a lot of people have questions about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The saints have always been an interest of mine and uh, since I was a little child. And people often ask me, about saints Mm. and one of the most often questions I get is why do we pray to the saints Mm. because a lot of Catholics and non-Catholics have asked me and non-Catholics who they say I just pray right to Jesus right so why do you pray to saints right you know well I'll, I'll answer that with another question have you ever asked someone to pray for you Yes, of course. Yeah, right? Right. And I think that's something that's pretty common that we do. We always say to someone, hey, could you pray for me? I'm going through this operation. Or, right. In a similar way, that's what we're doing with saints. Hmm. We're asking them to pray for us, just like we've asked you know, the faithful around us, our family, our friends, uh, people we work with to pray for us. What's unique about our prayer to saints, and I think this is where a lot of misunderstanding is, is that our prayer to God is not the same as our prayer to saints. Mm. So uh, when we pray to saints, we're really asking them to pray for and with us to God. Mm. So we use this term intercessory prayer, right? So that they will help pray for us and with us in bringing our requests, our needs to God, believing that they are close to God and with God and able to advocate on our behalf. So so that's sort of the spirit of our prayer to saints. That's interesting. So, and I, like I said, I really do pray to the saints often and I have my favorites. Mm. Um, and I do pray, of course, to God as well. So you're right. There is a there is a different, you know, prayer that I do when I'm praying to, uh, say, St. Anthony when I've lost something. Right. You know, um, but, you know, it's the, when I think about that, one of the things we taught in religious ed and we did saints a few years ago was that it surprises people when I say we are all called to be saints. Right. And I think they think you have to be religious or you have to be in an order of some kind. Mm-hmm. What does that mean really, Father? Like we are all called to be saints. Right. Yeah. Such a good question because I think on the outset it does seem kind of daunting. Mm-hmm. When you look at the lives of the saints, the official saints in the church, You see people who have died for their faith, people who have done these great grand acts. But what's really neat about the saints, if you unpack them, is that you have some people who have been married, some people who have been uh, religious in communities, some people who are priests, um, lay people. And so what you have is you also have people from all different countries and Mm. ethnicities and backgrounds of faith experience. Some people who struggled and some people who weren't good at school and some people who were good at school. (laughs) And I think there is something there that demonstrates that this isn't something that's such a grand call, but you're right. We're all called to holiness. And I think the the Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who's recently declared a saint, 
has a great way of saying this. She says, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Oh, I love that. And I think that's the call to holiness, to see the small things like holding open a door for someone as part of our call to holiness, to be like Christ, or doing the dishes for our parents, or taking out the trash, or thinking of someone else who's going through a hard time. I mean, those are the little ways in which we grow in holiness, and I think that's part of the call. Well, that really is that you think about the little things. I think people think it's all big. You know, everything mm. has to be big. But we live our life one day at a time right. and one good deed at a time. And I especially think of the sacraments, really mostly the Eucharist, because I, uh, it's just the pinnacle of our, our faith to celebrate the Eucharist. It really is like a spiritual tool mm. in that holiness. Right. You know, we get that grace every time that we um, receive a sacrament. Uh, part of God's life so that really is a a neat interesting way to put it that it's it's all tied into the little things that we do on a regular basis yeah and one of the things because I talk about um Mary you know mother of God a lot because I really have a special um affinity to her Um, yeah as an adult I really learned a lot more about Mary and wow what a role model for me as a mother as well as a woman um and you know, is Mary a saint? Hmm. Yes, mm. Mary is a saint. And in fact, we call her, yes, the first saint right. or even the greatest among the saints right. if we were to tear sure. them in some way um, because of her role, because of her task being called by God and responding so openly to be full right. of grace, to receive and to bear God into the world. I mean, what an amazing call that she said yes to. So that too becomes a model, right? Which we all need role models uh, who teach us that we can sort of imitate and try to live our lives. And I think that's what's uh, really beautiful about Mary's life. And yeah. yeah. And and one of the things I I love about praying uh, to Mary is um, that she can be the mother when I can't physically be the mother to my Mm. children. I pray for her assistance to be walking with them uh, with Jesus along the way and that really gives me peace as a parent not to worry constantly they're driving right. up to you know Massachusetts and I have to worry no I, I picture Mary mm. um, you know being the mother that uh, physically and you know spiritually for me right um, so it really does give me a lot of peace as a, a mom and you know I, I do tell people because somebody said well you worship Mary I said oh no 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 right I don't worship Mary or worship a saint. I only worship one God, right. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's more of a uh, adoration. Right. An honor. Right. Uh, we venerate the saints for what they've done, right? The examples that they are. I would just add to that, Please. you know, one of the questions, I'm wondering if you get this too, is that, well, you're you're putting up, you know, the stained glass window. You see all these saints um, or images of Jesus' life statues you mm-hmm. have these statues you have these icons of saints and people i don't know if you can cap this say oh well you're worshiping idols yes that's what i'm saying right? yeah and they'll say that and i think ah no you're you're missing the point because uh, again just like we ask people to pray for us in this life mm-hmm. so too we ask the saints to pray for us and to pray with us but also, I mean, have you ever had a loved one who has gone before you and you've taken a photo of them and you right. put them on your nightstand sure. or up in your wall in your home and it becomes 
it becomes a reminder of right. who they were, the goodness of their life that you could try to model. And you remember that person that you see in those photos. And that's the exact thing that we're doing with these statues and these Ooh, like uh, relics and icons and stained glasses. They're reminders. Nobody who would go in there would say, oh, this is a statue that I'm worshiping, right? But that's the misconception. So I the real so. essence of it is they're reminders, just like a photo is of a loved one who's passed before us, of the goodness, the holiness of their life that we can call upon and ask for their help in this life. I love that picture of that image of having that, uh, that really does seem to bring it home and, and mm. put a good uh, understanding of that. And, you know, the communion of saints, there's so many, besides the people that, like you said, that have gone before us that we pray to and pray with, um, you know, it's like all of our cheerleaders in heaven, right. we have so many, yes. you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah. that's a great phrase. I love that, cheerleaders of heaven. Yeah, you know, for us here on earth. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times there can be, life can be hard mm -hmm. right I mean that's not surprising mm -hmm. and yet to have people who are cheering us on right right who are not making our lives difficult right but or you know um, becoming stumbling blocks with people who have showed us what it can be like to be more like Christ and that it's possible and even in our suffering are going to journey with us because they've journeyed right. that same path um, and now we believe her in the glory of God. So I think that's a real comfort to have cheerleaders. Right, right. That's we true. need more of them, you we know? We do, we do. <laughs> we surely do. Um, and I think I'd be uh, remiss if uh, we didn't bring up the patron saint of the year. Mm. Saint Joseph. Right. The good, kind, protective Saint Joseph. Right. Who many of us just don't really talk about very much. I mean, you could probably talk much more about him. I mean, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can this year right. even about him. Right. You know, it's. I think I'm so glad you brought it up because this is the year of St. Joseph and it's coming to an end. Sure. But I think one of the beauties of St. Joseph is that he has no words uh, attributed to him in the scriptures. Very interesting. And, uh, and so that there's a silence there, but this sort of contemplative mode in which mm. he was there deeply present in a way that protected the Holy Family, in the way that protected life, right. in a way that uh, taught his son how to be a carpenter and showed them those tools and gave him, I'm sure, wise sayings and you know right. things that he was able to remember as he was sure. growing up in the faith. And so I think those are, it's a great comfort to know that here's this holy person, this holy man who gave his life selflessly and quietly right. to protect Christ. And how much more do we need that in our world today? So what a great year to celebrate St. Joseph. It, it really is. And, and so it humbles me, uh, you know, here this man, you know, that walked earth like we walked the earth mm -hmm. and said yes. And, uh, you know, I think it's our job to say yes to right. uh, grace too in our in our lives mm -hmm. especially in our world today 
Absolutely. I mean, you uh, thinking of St. Joseph as one among many, many, we mentioned Mary. I mean, how about you? Do you have other uh, favorites, go-to saints in your life? I think that's the beauty of it is. I do. Um, You know, it is true. Besides Mary, of course. uh, Good old St. Anthony. He just helps Mm. me all the time. And I tell (laughs) that to the kids when I'm teaching. They giggle because I say, well, I must lose things a lot because he is so fond of me and I fond of him. That's right. But he always comes through for me when I need him. Nice. Uh, So St. Anthony, I I just thank. But I also love St. Jude, the... Uh, Thaddeus, the you know, true uh, of hopeless cases. Mm. Um, I've I've shared him uh, with people that I felt really needed, and myself when I've felt hopeless about things. Right. Um, and I I learned that from a pretty early age. What mm. a great uh, you know resource Saint Jude really is. Right. Yeah. Do you have any favorites? I mean. Oh, so many. Mm. Uh, we won't. We don't have enough time I know. for them. But, I, you know, of course, my boy Gus, oh, St. Augustine, I Gosh. know, right, who's yes. you know, in an Augustinian parish, there's something so deeply real mm. about his life. I mean, sort of a wayward life growing up. What do you and, mean? Uh, you know, that he was dabbling in, every, in trying to find meaning and pleasure in his life in everything but God, oh. right? So whether that was in bad relationships or in seeking money and fame and, and popularity, and yet he realized through a whole series of events and someone like his mom, St. Monica, who's praying for him right, and asking others to pray for him. So this is that whole intercessory piece, right? And he was able to have this conversion moment where he was struck by the word of God and realize that all this restlessness of his life truly could only be at rest in God, Ooh. not these other things that he was dabbling in, like fame and money and, and ambition. And I think that's something deeply relatable for our all of our lives, that we've got to root ourselves in God, right? Definitely. So I think he's I just really, and he has some great sayings and, and just things that um, I think are really relatable that gives me hope. And I right, think all right. of us hope, like, okay, if he can, you know, become a saint and right. has such an impact in the world, maybe we can, right. you know, as little as that uh, those little acts might be. Right. Oh, I love and, that. I'm so glad you mentioned St. Augustine because I do, when I need a, a quote for something that mm. I'm trying to bring a point home, all I have to do is go to his uh, quotes and his uh you know, books, and he's just so rich with um, beautiful faith quotes that right. help us live Absolutely. our life of faith. Um, what any other saints that besides uh, Saint Augustine? Gosh, you know, it is uh, it is a tough one. You know, I suppose Rita, Saint Rita, oh, sure. who's also I actually have a relic of Saint Rita in my office. It's beautiful. And I know we're looking at it right now. Unfortunately, you can't see it from at home. But if you ever come to my office, (laughs) you'll be able to see it. It's a relic of St. Rita. Uh, And Rita is another one of impossible cases, right? right? Who lived life. She was married and then she was rejected from the convent. And then through a whole series of events, was praying for peace. I mean, her story is just so powerful because really so many vocations of life she was able to speak to and try to live holiness through them. And I think that's what's uh, just really wonderful, that there's something for everybody there. And I think we're so seeking peace in a divided world. And she's someone who I pray to often as someone who's like, all right, you know, especially when I know someone who's going through cancer, someone who's going through difficult moments, suffering in their time, I'll I'll pray to St. Rita to intercede on their behalf. Say, Rita, I know this is, 
seems like an impossible case, give hope. Right. You know, similar to what you said about Jude. Right. You know. That is such a good way to, you know, thing to think about. One of the things that I would encourage listeners, and I'm sure you would too, and you encourage, I know, confirmation students when they're picking their names, sure. as well as, you know, students who, you know, are, are learning about the saints, to maybe take a look at uh, what's the saint that is the feast on your birthday. Maybe your name has a saint. Right. Uh, maybe there's... Uh, some uh, maybe there's an occupation in your life, like maybe there's a patron of your job. I right. mean, there there are so many uh, ways in which we can use the saints as resources to help us. Well, I think it's really great that you mentioned about patron saints because, um, like I, I tell the children, there are patron saints of almost everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, I know my name is Tara Ann, and my parents chose uh, Ann because of Saint Anne. Mm-hmm. So I love. Uh, you know, that as well as finding your saint of your name and your feast day. But one of the things I also love about the saints, and we can wrap this up, is that they were so ahead of their time. God mm. is always ahead of us. Right. There are women and men saints. It's right. not just a, uh, a thing for the men that became saints. There are such beautiful stories of strong and beautiful women who became saints in our lives. And I think that's just a really, wow, weren't they ahead that they acknowledged that as well, when women couldn't even vote, right. but there were saints in right. the making, and I think that's a really cool point. Wow, I think in to that, I'm so glad you said that, because to that, there are saints who are, you know, died when they were 12 years old. That's true. And there are saints who, uh, you know, lived a long life, so there's something in there for, for everybody, single mothers, uh, single fathers, right. I mean, just really powerful examples that I think everyone can feel like, hey, this is... There's something there, and it's really about being like Christ that they model for us that we can be a part of. Definitely, and you know they can walk the walk with us, right. and I think that's such a nice feeling on our journey of faith. And just wrapping this up too, Father, I want to say that um, our Director of Confirmation, uh, Mrs. Fenor, is also going to uh, post and in the uh, Rosemont Chapel, the saints that the Confirmande have uh, prepared for their names. And so people can just check it out when they come to Mass and and see the different saints that the children did their reports on. I love that. Oh, that's great. Nice for the month of November, too. For sure. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. No, really good to hear. So I think just raising awareness of how important saints can be in our faith and just to know that you don't have to do it alone, right? I think it's just a, a great grace that we continue to grow in. Well, thank you, Father Bill, for your wonderful insight. And thank you for listening to our second podcast today. And remember that if any of you uh, have any topics, uh, questions about our Catholic faith that you'd like us to talk about, please let us know. And be assured of our prayers for you, and, and we hope that you'll pray for us as well. Awesome. Thank you, Tara, as well, for sharing your experiences and Always great having a Catholic conversation with you. So until next time, St. Thomas of Villanova, pray pray for for us. us.